Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Body Brain Believe podcast with me, Jen Williams, and my husband, Phil Williams. That was very formal. (laughs) That is not a new introduction. (laughs) I hope there's somebody listening to this for the first time, and that was the first thing, that's the first impression they get. Oh, that Jen's very professional. Not. (laughs) I don't know you very well at all. You just wait till the next million podcasts. The next half an hour is going to debunk that myth. (laughs) Jen Williams is a professional. Did I call you Jen Kim a few seconds ago? I don't know. I don't know if I even said your name. Have we talked about the fact that I don't, apparently when I go to medical appointments, I just think my name's still Jennifer K. Yeah. Every time I go to them. Six months. You literally just stood next to me and was like, that's not your name. That's not your name. (laughs) Every medical appointment I've been to, it's almost like... Fine everywhere else. I am, I am. It's just medical appointments now. To be fair... I say that if I change my name, I wouldn't remember to do it. Instead, I'd remember it. I can imagine. You try I think I'm getting this. better now. Yeah, I am. You, every, I feel like you've not got it wrong very often, very recently. Thank you. Even so, though, I would get it wrong for a very and long time. And you, you've been doing a lot more JWs rather than JKs. I have, yeah. It's been a difficult change for me. That if no one knows this, Phil calls me JK and has done since we met. Yeah, pretty much. So for six years, mm. JK, and then when we got married, was like. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Doesn't. JK, oh, JW does now, but it never, like at first I was like, it just feels so... Wrong. But then my thought process was that backs me up, I was like, DW, you know, from Arthur. Hey, DW. DW. That rolls off the tongue, so I was like, eventually I'll get there. Hey, I use that as my JW. motivation. <gasps> JW. Yeah, it's it, it feels more natural as well now. I thought yeah. when you first started doing it, I was like, ugh. Jetware. You also used to say, um, what's your name again? Every time you were going to send me a text. What's your name again? And I used to go, Jen, can I get I've sent the text by then. Also, I'm assuming everybody else does this. Like, Someone says, oh, can you just send me a text with such a thing so I can remember it? That's what Jen means. We don't always text each other in the same room. It's like, oh... Will you just text me? Because I, I need to remember to get eggs later or something. So I'll text Jen saying eggs. Even mm. though we've got a note that's meals. Yeah. That we could just put it on there. I mean, the other one, the other day, it was we just text me how much money I owe my mum. So that wasn't yeah. fun. <laughs> I'm just going to go through all the little texts here, see if there's anything that I've done recently. That it's usually just you. like, can you just send me that picture of Reggie? Oh, yeah. Like, no. I hope other people 100% do that. Yeah, that's got to be normal. I don't feel like this is a full conversation we had when I was in Costa that I'm having to scroll oh, through. We were actually separate for once yeah. in life. <laughs> it's not very often we're in separate places. Yeah, I've got a text here that says, you owe £74. <laughs> that was that one. <laughs> From uh, Christmas. Why was that so for- formal? I don't know. Uh, yeah, none of these are... Um, we've not done it in, a, in as long... I thought it was something we did like very all the time, like daily. And I feel like we airdrop quite a lot these days. Yeah, that's... That's I, that's definitely mm. more frequent. If it's a picture... I just laugh at our text, sorry. <laughs> Great. He said, we've gone through some food this week, haven't we? And I replied, because we are beasts. <laughs> <laughs> just an insight into our relationship there. Uh, we should do an episode on this. These, <laughs> these are really... Watch really read out our messages. Yeah. It won't be very fun. You... <laughs> you said have you left the shop sh- shop yet I've no idea when you went I said yeah why you said I wanted a treat like a dog 
I said, I'm already on my way back. You said, boo. I said, ah, you scared me. <laughs> you then sent an emoji of a ghost. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Honestly, this is this could be a full episode in itself. Do you like, though, that I said I wanted a treat like a dog because I knew that I didn't need to use the word treat? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> me just you, challenging my own language there. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago on a Monday, you just texted me saying, what can I eat? I'm pretty sure I was just in a different room. <laughs> yeah, you were upstairs. I was upstairs. <laughs> You texted me saying, what can I eat? I replied, five different messages. <laughs> Each one of these is a different message. Protein bar, question mark. Biscuit, question mark. Toast, question mark. Ice holly, question mark. And then without a question mark at the end, ham rolled around cheese. <laughs> That's what I went and got as well. <laughs> you replied. Maybe it was like a question mark. A little bit of a... Per- <laughs> uh, you replied, mm, I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> to which I said, let's go outside for a walk. Yeah, 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 it was literally that's yeah. Mm, I feel sad. <laughs> you must have just been hungry. I think that that was a very much a pregnancy-related conversation. Oh, hundred percent. This is brilliant. I could do this all day. Right? Can we not? <laughs> can we actually give some people some useful information? Do they not find this useful? This should have been my uh, on-the-spot question at the end. What's the favourite text? <laughs> um, come on, Phil. Pull yourself together. Get out of Mom. our. Get out of our. Uh, also, weirdly, I speak to every single person on WhatsApp apart from you, which I speak to on iMessage. I'm special. <laughs> do you do that as well? What? Speak to everyone else on WhatsApp apart from me. Yeah, I don't think I text anyone. Oh, Why do we not WhatsApp each other? My mum sometimes texts me, or iMessages me, or whatever. It's I even WhatsApp you all. Do you? Yeah. Uh, why no, do Why do we mom, use that? My mum iMessages me. Oh, she's not got an uh, iPhone, so she can't. Uh, well, she texts she's me. Text, yeah, the messages are green, I didn't realise, yeah. Um, yeah, so why do we do that? What? I, I why do we iMessage? Also, when me and Phil first met, we used to send each other like the world's longest like messages, didn't we? It was ridiculous. Like, it was a proper one. text message, not not an iMessage. Yeah. What you up to? W-U-U-T, <laughs> question mark. Anyway, you're right, value. Um, three simple things you can do to roll into summer feeling at your best. And these are things that you can literally start immediately. You know what we're like, we love it when we're like, right, just go and do it now. Something you can go and do, rather than like something you have to like think about for the next six months and then might be, mm. be able to. This is immediately, Jen, so kick us off, go on. We're starting with a, t- a tough one, I think. Yeah, let's get the toughie out of the way. Challenge, challenging one. It's actually challenging negative thoughts around clothes. So the amount of conversations that I have coming into this time of year about like people covering up, not feeling comfortable because they're too hot because they're covering up in like covering their arms up, covering the legs up and just making themselves feel really uncomfortable in the heat because they don't feel confident wearing clothes and I think a lot of us wait until we look a certain way to wear certain clothes and we always say challenge that like where where is that belief coming from is it becoming from is it coming from the fact that you're kind of worried about what other people might believe or say or think and I think it's all about challenging that because there's something called mind reading which sounds really weird when I say it like that because like people know that as a well-known phrase but like there's something called cognitive distortions which is linked to our mental health and there's lots of different ways that we think that we can challenge and one of those ways is mind reading so you are exactly what it says on the tin reading into what other people you think other people are thinking or saying 
without any evidence to support that. Now, I know this can be more challenging because I have had some people who have actually had experiences of people saying things to them. So it can be more challenging when, when you've got a little bit of evidence to work through this one. But I think it's really important to still work through that and to challenge those thoughts about ourselves and work on just even just noticing different body types wearing different clothes when you're going around can be really helpful to see like people of your shape and size whatever shape and size that is wearing um things that you might want to be wearing and thinking like right actually if they can do it I'm going to do this as well but this really is about you feeling cool and comfortable and not going through another summer covering yourself up and like I said this this isn't easy and I've supported quite a few people with this so if it's something that you like I don't don't even know where to start doing that Jen just pop me a message on Instagram and and we can have a good chat about kind of tools and strategies that I've used with clients over the years to help them work through those thoughts and feelings um and I actually had one client last year specifically that pops out in my mind who started doing this at work and she actually then was encouraging other people to change what they were wearing which I thought was really nice she also encouraged people to start walking at lunchtime with her um so she was spreading all kinds of positivity in her office (laughs) and the student becomes the master yeah I loved it yeah and number two make social events part of the plan the amount of times we have conversations when people say oh you know I went off plan or I went out and I've messed up my diet or I went for some drinks and that's it now, I've, I've, I've messed up. I might use some more expletive language so that we'll get our podcast in the wrong section of the podcast world because I have to say it's got expletives in it then, I don't want to. Uh, but basically they said, you know what, I've messed up and I've done it wrong and I shouldn't have done it uh, and now I'm going to have to start again next week. By doing that, what you're doing is, because you're saying it's off plan, subconsciously without you knowing, you're basically saying that everything you've, you've done there is bad and wrong. And when I say everything, I don't just mean the food. So, for example, let's say you go out with some friends and you, I don't know, you go on, I'm just going to make up a scenario, you go on bottomless brunch and you have some drinks and at the bottomless brunch there's pizza and you enjoy the Prosecco and you eat the pizza and you have like such a good time with your friends, like you've not seen them in a while, you've had such an incredible experience, you've enjoyed, you've been to a new bar that you've not been to before, um, you've realised how incredible it is, you've had such a good time, um, you've made some memories and then you wake up the day after and you're like, shouldn't have eaten that food. What you do subconsciously is say that the whole event was wrong and you shouldn't have done it. What that then does is it pushes away your so the importance of social health. What you're basically saying to yourself is social health isn't important. I don't deserve to go out and enjoy myself. And the reason that that happens is because you are linking your physical goals that you've got with your social health. So you're linking them together and saying it's either one or the other. You're either allowed to make physical progress or you're allowed to have a social life. You can't can basically have the both of them is what it's saying. Because what you're now believing is that if you go out, it's bad, it's wrong, it's unhealthy, you've messed up and you shouldn't have done it. What that then does is, when you've got a social event coming up in the future, you start to dread it. You start to have those anxious thoughts, those feelings of well, what, what am I going to do, what am I going to eat. Last time I did it, I messed up, it was bad, I shouldn't have done it. I did all those things that I wish I hadn't done and now I feel bad about the upcoming one. Which means that this incredible experience that you could have is now a terrible one. You feel stressed, you feel anxious, you're worried about it, you don't want to go. But you also do want to go so then you've got this internal argument that's going on. The way around this is to make it as part of the plan. 
to recognize that social health is one of the different pillars of health and there are many different ones physical mental social emotional like there's loads of different pillars to health social is just one of them and the way in which you make it part of the plan is to consider what is success when you go to that social event because if you're going to that social event to try and lose two pounds you're going to the social event for the very wrong reasons nobody's going to bottomless brunch thinking i'm going to go here and i'm going to make sure that i'm two pounds lighter tomorrow that isn't the goal of it you're going to enjoy yourself you're going to see friends you're going to have a good time you're going for happiness you're going because you want to go and because you want to see people and you want to be part of a really incredible experience and you're going because you want to make memories so if off the back of that you don't lose two pounds it doesn't matter because that wasn't the goal anyway that wasn't your aim your purpose here was to turn your social dial up and the best way to look at this, and me and Jen like looking at it this way, is if you were to look at all the different things that you can do, they all equal up to 100%. So if you're going to turn your social dial up slightly higher, something else is going to have to get turned down, and that's fine. So it's okay, I'm going to turn my social dial up, but that means I'm probably going to have to turn down the dial on weight loss and physical health. It's probably not going to be an evening where I focus on those things, but that's okay. It's then being able to wake up the day after from that compassionate viewpoint and reminding yourself that, that was the goal. It wasn't that I went off plan. I didn't do anything wrong or anything bad. It was part of the plan. This is part of me and my life and my social health and it's really important. And the reason this works so well is because it stops you having that sod it mindset that, oh, scrap it. I've, I've messed up. I can, you know, I'll just start again in a few days. You can immediately just go back to doing what you was doing because you know you haven't messed up. It was just part of the plan that you had. So it's really important now that you can start to make those social events part of the plan and not off plan. I think as well, just one thing to add to that is when Phil said about turning the physical dial down, notice he didn't say turning it off. So we're not hitting that sodic button in the middle of the event either. We're actually just turning it down and recognising that, okay, we are going to eat and drink a little bit more than normal, but that doesn't mean we need to go all out here. We can still think about like, how hungry we are, what choice is going to fill us up the most and make us feel the best, like whether we want all three courses or whether we want to, how much we want to fill our plate when we go to that barbecue, like there's so many things that we can do to help ourselves to turn the dial down but not off and I think that's the key thing with in the event as well because the amount of times I used to go to social events and be like yeah this is well I'm I've, I've messed it up so I may as well eat and drink everything that I want like let's just go all out and then often that makes it really really difficult the morning after to catch yourself back from that mindset doesn't it mm-hmm. so number three make the most of the lighter and cooler mornings and evenings and if you've got a little doggy dog this is even great for them um because I've um over the few years um over the last few years, I've had conversations with people just like, I find it really difficult to walk in the heat. I get too hot, too flustered, whether that be because we don't feel comfortable wearing clothes that make us feel uncomfortable or whether because it's, it is just too hot. We don't deal very well in the heat. Um, like I struggle to, to walk in the heat. It makes me feel a bit dizzy. Um, so I don't love walking when it's like super, super hot. Um, so the way we can get around that and think about that is really make the most of the lighter mornings and evenings because they are bliss at this time of the year. And having like, you probably won't catch a sunrise walk because it's coming up so early, but you could get a like the amount of clients who've messaged me over this last month um, since going out a little bit later being like, oh, I'm 
just seen the most beautiful sunset and it it's really really nice that you get to have that little bit of your day and actually just start and end your day with maybe a slightly longer walk than you normally would because you've got that extra light there in your daytime and it's it's really like we um got into a habit last year didn't we of in the mornings we just used to go to huge walks just because we loved being out so much and and even being able to go like into the woods a little bit more and things like that that you probably wouldn't do when it's like darker so like exploring new places like taking different routes um meeting your friends and like going for a walk instead of having them come round to you and things like that just make the most of the fact that we get a little bit more day and a little bit more light and get out and be in the natures and feel good as a result of it 100 percent. so challenge those negative thoughts around clothes make social events part of the plan and make the most of those lighter and cooler mornings and evenings and you will roll into summer feeling at your best jen k i'm gonna put you on the spot I feel like that was a really short one. Right. Right. Well, we can waffle on and tell them stuff they don't need to know if you want. Or... No, it just um, felt really quick. I think we spent 25 minutes going through DMs. Uh, not DMs, messages to each other. <laughs> so I don't think it was that short. Um, so, question. I think I've asked a similar type of question, but this could change, to be fair. Right. What is, and I hate this word, but it's the only way I can think to ask the question. What is my biggest ick? <laughs> ick. <laughs> I've got it right here and right now. I think I might know what it is. You know what can it I is. I'll just write it on here and then you can yeah. just, I'll just turn it to you. I hate it so much. Um, I can't even look at you. Well, I know what it is now. <laughs> Was it what you were going to write anyway, though? Well, I've, I've, I've typed quicker than that. I've already gone to it. It's when you drink from a bowl. I literally wrote that word for it. <laughs> Drinking from a bowl. So just to expand on that one is, for example, Phil will have a bowl of cereal, eat all his cereal, and then he will drink from the bowl the remaining milk. And it makes me want to vomit. I can't I look at him. Don't understand why. You even do it with like when you've finished. Is so you kind of like if if it's something that's like remnants, like if like if you've had a meal in a bowl and you're on that last spoonful, you'll even like tip the bowl and like scoop it with your fork into it, which I feel falls into the same category. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It just really gives me the ick. It gives you the ick when I nourish my body with all of the different nutrients that I require. Is that what you you're can saying? nourish with a spoon. Do you know what I mean? Like, just spoon it into your mouth. You can nourish with a spoon. <laughs> it's a great name for a song or a book or a tattoo. Nourish with a spoon. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tattoo that onto your body. What's the point? To remind you to nourish yourself with I don't, a spoon. I'm not looking at my body when I'm eating my dinner. And the thing that I'm getting really angry about now is because we're about to have two children all at once and I I got really all angry once. the other day and I was like, if you teach our two children to eat like that, then I am not going to be happy. I mean, I'm just getting eating to begin with. I'm not going to bother that. I'm not going to bother that. Yeah, I don't think eat. they have a bowl for a while, do they? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I've never oh, had kids. Not we've not flirt. talked about the fact that I have a lot of sensory issues when it comes to food in terms of... We have every week, Jen, don't have we? Have Yeah. Right. Carry on, though. Smells and tastes and textures and, for example, Phil getting food in his beard, which thankfully is really good at not doing, yeah. and I can count probably on one hand. Do you know why I my beard? Why? Because I drink it from the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> can't, have, can't have everything yet. <laughs> to be fair, that would be a bigger ick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Choose your icks. Choose your icks wisely. But I am really concerned about that weaning phase with food because... It's quite literally my worst nightmare. See, we know a lot of mums. I don't think that's the case. I think mums just develop this robust shell 
where they can just handle anything. Well, that's how it looks Well, anyway. let's hope so, because it makes me want to vomit when I think about it now. I'll just do all the feeding that. Sick. I, I will never, ever get to yoghurts, though, so you're going to have to take all yoghurt duties. I will not deprive my children of foods, but you will have to feed them it. <laughs> well, that's fine. I don't mind. I love a yoghurt. Me, me and the two, wherever they're going to be, can eat yoghurts together whilst you sit, in, sit on your own in the living room. Yeah. We'll bond over froobs. I'll sit with Reggie. I'll take Reggie for a walk while you eat your froobs. Yeah. Me and Reg, we'll still get some uh, one-on-one time. That's good, because he's just walked away from us and lay on the couch and curled up into a little ball. Oh, he's been so cute at the minute. Reggie, could you feed the twins froobs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not possible. And you have a pearl of thumbs. <laughs> don't. That's a shame. It's actually quite a good thing, though, to be out that door and shot. We are also concerned because Reggie has got Stomach issues, for those of you who don't know, and he can only eat his one food, and everything else upsets his stomach, so We've glad we're having two kids. We're going to have to feed the twins Reggie's food, that's the only way we're going to get around <laughs> it, because if you throw that on the floor, you can eat it. That's the only way we can get around it. Weaning would be easier. Our twins are going to eat a hyperallergenic dog food is the only way we could get around it. Yeah, we've discovered why Reggie's got stomach issues, though. Have we? He doesn't chew his food. Oh, yeah. Last night, he mm. literally ate half his bowl of food and then sicked it back up and it was all in one piece because he hadn't chewed one little bit of it. I feel like, just so that I don't upset anyone, just to caveat what I said before, we're not going to feed our twins hyperallergic yeah. food. <laughs> we're not. Dog just, food you know. is not actually... I just don't want DMs like, oh my God, you're a horrible dad already and they're not even born. Like, I'm not actually going to feed them dog food. <laughs> and it's well hard and they've not got teeth, so even if I try, they ain't going to eat it. Yeah, they'd be That's not the reason home. I'm not doing it, by the way, before you DM me about that either. <laughs> I just can't be bothered with insults on my Instagram. He's such a bad dad. Yeah, no, poor little Reggie, even though he's got a slow feeder, still does not chew food. He's looking at you now, like, can you shut up speaking about me? Yeah, I'm calling you, calling you names. He literally doesn't care, does he really, nope. let's be honest. Nope. Anyway, so yeah. Piggy stick. I'll take that. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll take that. I feel like it could be a lot worse. I feel like I want to know everyone else's biggest sticks as well. What about me? Yeah. <laughs> Could you all DM Jen? You really stick about Phil. <laughs> no, just Jen. Also, ics. don't know because it'll hurt my feelings. If you if you've got an ick, share this share the podcast to your story so that everyone sees it and everyone hears about us, and then also add your ick and tag us. A little bit of advertisement there for us. That'd be <laughs> and also, while you're there, if you want to like subscribe and give us a little review. Mm-hmm then please do so. And well, just take us out for tea as well while you're there. Fucking you can do if you want. Yeah. Actually, brunch. We prefer brunch. We do prefer brunch. We're going take... out for brunch today, aren't we? We are. We've not been out for brunch in a really long time. Is this where you correct me and tell me that we went out for brunch really recently? Yeah. When? Mm, that mm. wasn't brunch. That was yeah. dinner, wasn't it? That was two days ago. That was yeah. four days ago from my mum's birthday. Yeah, that wasn't brunch. Brunch. Last time we went for brunch. We used to go brunch all the time. We have to go brunch again. Soon. Oh, Ma- do you know what? I think Manchester bread, our love for brunches, but just because there's so many good brunch oh, places. bread as in like B-R-E-D. Yeah. I had it as B-R-E-A-D. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Manchester bread. I don't think that eating out in Manchester is that much fun unless you're having brunch. That's It's wrong. very untrue, I know. Yeah, I mean, dishing for tea is spectacular. Um, there's not as, there's not as many places I feel like there should be in Manchester though. Of course, there's, there's loads. No, Tons. but it's a big city, and big I can count life. on one hand probably what like evening places I would go for food. All right, and let's beat you. So, gusto. Gusto. Is it not gusto? No, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can include chains. 
What? Oh, right. Okay. Oh, and you can't include Italians, and you're not allowed to include tapas, and you're not allowed to include places I've been. You can't make it that difficult for no, me. No, I mean, like, little independent places, because all the brunch places are independent. None of the brunch places are chains. What, like federal? That's not chain. Well, I mean, there's more than one of them. In Manchester. Oh, so you really are putting some rules together for this, <laughs> aren't you? They're allowed to be a chain, but as long as all the chains are in Manchester. Yeah. So that works for your brunch, but not for my tea with something. Oh, no, there's gustos all over the country. Brilliant, I like it. No, it's very clever how you wear around that. No. Very, very clever. Right, come on, tell me some independent places. Okay. I'll give you a review. You'll just find another rule. Evina. Oh, they're not allowed to begin with P. Evina, Makimea. Right. Is Makimea not a chain? It's a built like Altrincham Market. Well, Mackie Mayer's, but there's about six places in there. Well, so that's still six. So that Market, Market There's six places in, in Mackie Mayer, so there's... Stop it. And then um, I'll give you... What's it called? Um, what's the Thai place called that we like? Not the one that we say wrong, the other one. Oh, you say more wrong? No. Oh, uh, Mai Thai. Mai Thai, yeah. Um... Sporo's a chain. I feel like tea is a chain place, though, isn't it? Mm, shouldn't be. That's my point. In Manchester, I don't feel like it should be. All right, and you go and throw an independent place together Wait, in Manchester. Wait, Do you know why there's no independent tea places in Manchester? Yeah. Because rent's about a billion pound a I day. I still don't like... I still... I Sudo, still... Sud. Oh, so you go past the kitchen that's that now called Sud. Yeah, there's only one of them. Yeah, all right, five. Right. And then... Um, oh, Rudy's. I've already said that. Uh, that's already oh, um... Oh no, that is no, that doesn't count, does it? Where else is the? Mo- I need one more because you said handful, and that's five. If I get one more, I win. I've got one um, more as well. <laughs> what is it? You had a coop. Oh yes, there we go. Told you. But it's still not a lot. I don't think for full city. Oh, I don't care as long as I win. I'm even if you put, even if you put the chains in there, Franco Manca. Hmm. I I will loosely Ivy. give Ivy. That was nice. Dishu, incredible. Yeah. Sapporo Teppanyaki, amazing. Yeah. Um, where else? Gusto, you'll have to let me have that now. <laughs> uh, oh, did you say Avuna? I said Avuna, yeah. Um, where's the other tapas place? Um, what other tapas place? Oh, um, El Gato Negro. Yeah, amazing. Oh, there's tons. Christmas markets, about 20 of <laughs> I'm having, I'm having Christmas markets. Uh, oh, can we put Six oh, by Nico in there? Um, yeah, Six by Nico. And um, what's the Brazilian uh, meat place called? No, we're not putting blooming Ben Brazil in there. Why, it's amazing. I, d- so I, don't, I just don't like all uh, our thingy as well. Um, oh, botanist. Good yeah. food. It is good food. Well, it's on Dean's. Get the loads on Dean's. See, I told you, there's absolutely tons. Uh, I know, but we never went to any of them. I reckon we, we went, went to, to the six places that, that I named. Just, we went to botanist. No, I mean, like, frequently. <laughs> right, basically. Have you noticed, right, everybody listening in, when I make a point that's correct, Jen just adds another rule. We never <laughs> went. We went to botanist. Yeah, but we didn't go a lot. <laughs> You have to go more than 112 times <laughs> in the same day for it to count, and it's also not allowed to begin with the letter B. You've not even said Akbar's. For one. Yeah. Well. That was literally two minutes from my house I thought as well. you were going to give me another reel, so I was scared. I didn't want you to get rid of Akbar's. I loved it. <laughs> there was also that place at the top of our street. What was that Italian called at the top of our street? That was really nice. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. The one, the one that had the little outside bit that was inside, outside, inside. Inside, inside, inside. Oh, I it's can't remember. Across from like the Hilton. Um, I can't remember what it was called though. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like on the left hand side as you go into yeah. the top of the road. Um, Don't know. Anyway, no. if you need a place to eat in Manchester, take your pick out of all of them. Apparently, there is none. So, <laughs> scrap it, go somewhere else. 
Anyway, that's uh, the places to eat in Manchester. That's mine and Jen's. And that was other. probably really boring and uninteresting for everybody listening. It's fine. Everyone switched off by now. <laughs> no one listened to that bit. Have a good one. See you all next week. Bye.